and welcome to the Feminine Arising podcast. My name is Amber Moreno, and if you are new here, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Welcome back. I'm back. I made a boo-boo last week. I totally got sidetracked by Valentine's Day and completely, completely forgot to upload a new podcast. But what's exciting about today's episode is if you're watching over on YouTube, there is a video so you'll get to see my beautiful face over on YouTube. But if you're listening, thank you so much for listening because I totally get it. I love to multitask as well when I listen to podcasts, even music, right? Like that's kind of the purpose of the audio version of things. Um, if you're in YouTube, you could totally see Fred right here looking his booty hole. These cats. <laughs> having three cats is like suddenly having one child. I didn't quite understand how much duty would be called upon me when this would happen, but apparently this is something that my soul signed up for because two of these three cats mysteriously showed up in my life. The first one I chose, at least that was the agreement that we made upon before we all incarnated here onto the earth. But anyways, it's neither here nor there. I have some exciting updates that I want to go ahead and give out. So the first update being that this cacao ceremony that is happening on February 25th, if you follow me over on Instagram at I am Amber Moreno, you would have seen that I've been posting about our cacao ceremony coming up. Again, it is on February 25th here in Phoenix. It'll be held at 2 p.m. If that is something that you're interested in, you're listening to this, you're in the area, please go ahead, go over to my Instagram, comment love on the most recent post, and I'll send you the DM uh, with the link so you can purchase your ticket. There will be a sound healing um, frequency process in there, meditation. I'm not sure what the proper name is for that, but I will be activating our hearts with sound. Sound is a pretty big deal to me. I really love how it feels. It kind of calms and washes over the body. On a cellular level, it's actually getting those cells to move, so creating more space to open up and let out any toxins and things like that that no longer need to be in the body, no longer serving us. And it's perfect, too, because the full moon is happening, I believe. I don't know if it's Friday or Saturday, but this weekend, our cacao ceremony is the following day. So perfect timing, getting into that release really calling in this time, what is no longer serving us? What can we let go to come back to ourselves into that centering of self-love, self-worth? I'm really excited. So half of the seats are booked for now, um, but we do still have some availability opened. So looking forward to that. The energy exchange is only $22. So again, if you are in the area, please do send me a message. I love getting DMs from you guys. So Another update is regarding that cacao ceremony is it's going to be the last cacao ceremony here in Phoenix just for a little bit. So my husband and I, we are actually moving up to Sedona. I just inquired with the moving companies today, so it's happening. We have already signed a lease. I'm very, very excited. I don't want to give too much information on the address just to keep it private, but just know that there's a ton of horse energy flowing into the just everything about 
the location and what's been happening. And the horse energy really stepped in over the intensive. Um, equine therapy has been something that's been really kind of calling my name. So I'm really looking into that. Working with a friend on possibly coming up with something for that, maybe in 2025 as an offering. Um, and that'll be something exciting. But I definitely want to do my own equine therapy process before any of that stuff kind of goes into the works. But horse energy is really coming through. Um, so the move to Sedona, very excited for that. Can't wait. And so it'll be next month. So you won't technically see me outside of this dark room until then, unfortunately. But if you're listening, you'll still hear me no matter what. So I'll be here. But coming back to the horse energy and the equine therapy. When I was a girl, I totally forgot this part of my life. And I don't know how because it was a very like big moment as a girl, right? Like every little girl's dream is to have a pony, at least from my understanding. I don't know about nowadays what girls want, but back when I grew up, it was ponies, right? And so I was very blessed in having a grandfather who actually took care of a few horse jockeys, um, horses, horse, not the horse jockey, the horse jockeys, horses, the race horses up in Palos Verdes, uh, California. I grew up in Redondo Beach, California. So just to kind of give a map area, Palos Verdes is like where the, where the rich people live, like the doctors and the lawyers and things. Probably YouTubers live there now, but I don't know. Anyways, the point of it being is I would go with my grandfather up to take care of these horses from time to time. And I remember how much work it was, but how fun it was to just be on that horse and being able to ride and him helping me up onto the saddle because I was way too short to get up there and him teaching me how to properly set my legs onto the horse and just bonding with the animal in general. It's such like a beautiful and powerful thing that who can blame little girls for not wanting to, a pony? You know what I mean? Like it's just that like the love and the consciousness of the horse itself is just, it's hard to describe unless you've experienced large animals, which a lot of Americans have not, which is part of why I feel, could be wrong here, that we still eat as much meat as we do because we don't have the love for those larger livestock animals, right? But that aside, um, Horse energy has really, really been showing itself. I actually have a horse. You can see it in the video here. I actually picked this guy up. It's a white horse. It's a Mustang on his hind legs. He's kind of bucking a little bit. Um, I got him at a Goodwill and I was just looking for stuff to fill things at the time. I don't know if I had this bookcase or if it, it might've been this bookcase. So he's been on this bookcase since I've gotten the bookcase, but, um, I wanted to find like different statues that had meaning. And so when I found this horse, my white stallion up here, I was excited about it. So I purchased him. I think I only paid like 25 bucks or something. It wasn't very expensive. And the energy has just really stuck with me. Um, but I never fully made a full circle connection to it until recently with just so much horse energy that came up. I had women at the intensive tell me that they can see me on a horse riding through a beach. My horse, my horse, my husband, sorry, my husband has 
mentioned that to me before. Um, he did a past life regression where it could have been me, it could have been somebody else that we know, but he had that same vision of a woman riding in on a horse. Um, horses, to those that don't know, is actually the wild woman archetype. So really bonding with those animals. If you hear any rings and dings, it's the cats I'm telling you. It's like a zoo in here. Um, but so yeah, a lot of horse energy. Horses also represent freedom, right? That's why they are very wild. We have done our best as humans to domesticate them. They still buck you sometimes if they don't have that true trust or they get spooked. Then that used to kind of scare me a little bit, which is why I think I didn't pursue writing outside of the fact also that we were very, very poor. And my grandpa did own his one horse. Um, it was a white and gray pony. I call it a pony, but it was a horse with a black mane. It was very beautiful. I'm pretty sure I still have a picture of him um, with that horse. My mom definitely has it in her house. Um, and I remember that horse. That wasn't the horse that I rid with. Um, that horse ended up, I think, passing away before my time, meaning my time that I, I started writing. I started writing between eight and nine years old. And um, it was just, you know, the horses are a big part of our family. And for those that don't know, I'm actually Chihuahuan. And so that's from Mexico, for those that don't know. And that's another, you know, Mexico, we ride horses. That's what we do. We also ride donkeys as well. Horses preferred, but pack mules, you know, better. I don't know. Pack mules, I think they can carry more weight. Not sure. But point is it's still in the horse family, even though it's a totally different animal. So it's just very cool and awesome to kind of make these full circle connections. And so I bring this up to kind of encourage you, like if you've been seeing a certain animal a lot, it could be a bear, an eagle. I know like we're in America and like eagles is the thing, but you know what I mean? Like it's popping up more than normal. Maybe it's a mouse, maybe it's cats, a dog, whatever the case might be. Look into it and see what the animal is trying to speak to you. So for me, the horse representing freedom, the wild woman, this is really a stage that I have kind of cultivated and found myself in lately, at least the past, like one to two years, I would say. So just really learning to understand when guides are showing me things and allowing them to show me those things and not just ignoring it and taking it as coincidence. Cause we've all done that, right? Like I've been guilty of that too. I used to do that for years with bats. I was like, Oh, I like bats, but bats have their own spiritual meaning. And I, not as much anymore, but I was definitely very much connected with them through a lot of dark times in my life, right? Bats are blind. They have to rely on their other senses to lead them. They're really trusting the unknown and the unseen, right? Um, that's a whole other thing that we can talk about another time, but spirit animals are a thing. Um, no, you don't have to only have one in your whole life, but if you definitely feel connected to them, I encourage you to look into them, you know, see what they're saying to you. What are they trying to show you? So as far as other updates, that's basically it. Um, the move is probably the biggest one. Actually, that's not true. Just kidding. I do have another big update. So another update that is going to be coming up, but I'll talk more about it in another podcast for sure. As we get closer in time is I'm going to be opening up spots for breathwork facilitation. Meaning if you would like to be breathed by me, 
that will be an option opening up shortly here. I'm going to get my books open in March, but realistically won't be having availability until April just because with everything that's happening, there's a lot of moving parts that's happening in March. So realistically, April will probably be availability. But again, I will let you all know when these things open up because it is very powerful tool, right? Breathing the breath. I think a lot of people don't under, quite understand like how powerful our breath really is. So oxygen is what keeps us alive. Okay. Let's go in the order of how we can die the fastest. If you don't eat, you can go pretty long without eating. Now Zoom's doing this. Okay. So whenever I do the thumbs up motion, it pops up this bubble. You can see it on YouTube, but it's like, I don't understand why why Instagram was doing this to me the other day uh, when I was talking on it. Anyways, that was very distracting. <laughs> so if we don't eat food, right, we have roughly depending on the size of the individual, anywhere from 30 to 60 days before we would die essentially, wither away to nothing. If you don't drink water and then you're dead, temperature also takes into account right? So if it's too hot outside, whatever, but I'm talking about like just in, in the cellular level, like what we can control and consume. So if you do not breathe for minutes, right? Without fueling the body with oxygen in some way, shape or form, you'll die. It's that easy. The cells need oxygen to live. The problem is a lot of us, and I'm guilty of this myself, is we don't breathe correctly. You're probably like, oh shit, am I breathing correctly right now? A lot of us breathe into our chest. The reason for that is because we're not taught properly taught how to breathe. I was fortunately taught how to breathe properly because my dad was a musician when he was younger. So he knows that you want to put all of the air into the diaphragm and that is where you speak from. You don't want to speak from the throat. Your throat will go out quicker you lose your voice, something like that. And no one can really hear you when you're talking from your throat. It's just, you, you can't get the, I forgot what the, I don't know if it's a proper like amps or whatever. I can't remember. Decibel. It's a decibel. You can't get the proper decibel volume through the, just this. But when you speak from the belly, the diaphragm, this is really where people can hear you. So if I'm talking like this, or talking like this, it's two different things, two different volumes. One, people are going to hear me. The other one, only those in close proximity are going to hear me. So breath is that powerful that you, sound can carry through it. So also fuels again with the oxygen. You can feed your mitochondria, taking it back to biology here, with oxygen. And that actually will move toxins out of the body, quite literally. That to me is pretty powerful. That to me is more powerful than, no offense, I love plants. Oh my God, plants are part of my life so much, but it can be more powerful than the way that they heal as well. It has a lot to do with the different types of chemicals that we can also fluctuate and move throughout our body. Just using the breath, breath can help activate fight or flight, meaning simulating medicine journeys. Breath can calm you down just as e easily, right? Like what do people tell you when your, your heart's racing? Let's focus on slowing down our breathing, getting calm, 
box breathing is great for falling asleep. So all of these to say is breath is so, so very important. So this is why I feel very connected to it because it's something that we can do. Once you learn a little bit, you can do it for free. You don't have to hire somebody every single time. You don't have to go spend thousands and thousands of dollars on supplements and things like that, right? You can focus in on the breath. Sound is another thing that I also feel very called to. Music is part of my life. It always has been, whether I'm creating it or listening to it. I've recently decided to get back into playing guitar, which <laughs> let me just say, for not playing guitar in like 15 years, actually a little longer probably. I'm not very good at all. I'm so rusty. It, my my wrist literally hurts just from trying to get the positioning of all of the strings. And I don't even have like a normal acoustic guitar. Like it's a fat, wide, beginner <laughs> nylon string guitar, which is great for kids, by the way, if they're trying to learn. Just throwing that out there. Um, but my fingers are like hitting all of the wrong strings. And I used to be decent. And But anyway... I don't know why I'm going on about this. I think because I'm frustrated, I'm not as good as I used to be, but that's why they say like, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Quite literally. But music is another passion of mine. I've always really loved it. And so now I'm incorporating more sound as well. So like with this cacao ceremony, there will be sound frequency healing. I'm so excited to introduce that as well into my world and for my clients because it is very, very powerful. And I believe that sound, and you can look this up, it's totally science proven or whatever for people that need science, is that sound literally vibrates water molecules on a cellular level. Our bodies are 70% water. Even if you don't drink a lot ton of water, your body is still 70% water. So when we incorporate things like sound, things like breath, where we get the cells fed, we get them moving around, right? Lots of things can happen. Sometimes you can detox from this, not going to lie. Just like when you get a massage for the first time, right? You're moving that lymphatic system around. Same thing with breath and sound. So you really have to nourish your body, really take care of it post. Even before, I always recommend, you know, Pretend it's like a little dieta. Pretend like you're going into a medicine journey because that's essentially what we're doing and really support the body, especially if you've never had, you know, these type of modalities um, done before, but they are that powerful. And so sound can actually reconfigure cell structure as well. And they tested it in water or something like that. I think they did, but um, that's how they made the, like the scientific conclusion to it or something. Cause I don't you, like, I don't think you can like technically test in a body, right? Like, cause you gotta like slice and dice things under microscopes. I don't know. I don't know what science does. I like to pretend like I do. I have no idea. But my point being is that these modalities can really, really help. And the best part about them is like I said, there's no plants, no medicines involved in that type of way. With breathing, you can actually access your DMT from your brain. So in that form, it can be a medicine journey, but it's a self-medicine journey. It's not, I'm going to take this, you know, drink and close my eyes and then hallucinate, you know, which sometimes pe 
that's necessarily necessary for some people to go through their healing journey. However, I really like breath and sound because anyone can do it. Like anyone can do it. Children can do it. Adults can do it. Older people can do it. There's no rule to it. Like everyone of every age can do it and heal in that way. And it's safe enough to where we don't have to worry as much about things like high blood pressure and, you know, all these other um, ailments that tend to come along with individuals. So I think it's really beautiful. I really, really love it. It's a whole new world to me of just, just opening up like the possibilities of health in the physical way, but also in the emotional and then the mental way as well. Right. Because you got to think if our cells are getting happy, you're releasing all of that things that don't serve you, that gunk, these disbeliefs can now kind of start melting away. It's like you're shedding off those layers that no longer serve. And yeah, it's just, I can keep going on about it, but I'm not going to because I'm getting harassed now. You're like, who's harassing you? The cats. This one right here, Kiantara, is now harassing me. Fred is not seen, but I can see him. We're making eye contact right now. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Anyways, I believe that is all I wanted to talk about in today's episode. I feel like it isn't as exciting as it could have been, but hopefully you got something out of it. Hopefully it helps you to also kind of look at things like breath and sound frequency as something that is just not an anomaly, but something that can actually do some good and actually help in a healing process, no matter where you are on your journey. You know, that's, again, the beauty of it. You can do this in the beginning of your healing journey when, you know, maybe you're just starting off and, you know, you want to get healthier physically and mentally, but you're not sure how or where to go. This is a good start to that. And even when we're the more advanced where we've been, we're seasoned, we've been doing this for a while, but when was the last time you had a breathwork session? I have been asking my facilitator friends this lately. When was the last time you had a breathwork session? And a lot of them will tell you they avoid it because they know that when you tap into this and into this, you can't see, but I'm t pointing to my head and to my heart. That's where the unknown really gets exposed, right? So Anyways, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast episode. Thank you so much for watching if you're watching it. Thank you so much for listening as well. The cats both say hello and goodbye. And I hope you have a beautiful week. Until next time, I will see you when I see you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to go ahead and give this a like if you resonated with it. Also, you can follow me over on Instagram and TikTok now at I am Amber Moreno. Hope to see you over there and thank you again. Love you so much.